Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. Happy Friday, everybody. Let's call it No Fake Friday. Stakes is high. It's really do or die, and I know the reason why. It's your boy OG, and if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in lamest terms. Put your chips in the middle of the table and dare to win. Let's start with Friday's quick hits. As always, let's dive right in. Let's talk about the most not talked about story in sports right now. Miss Brittany Griner. Stuck over in Russia over some vape pens. Brittany Griner is from right here in Houston. Nimitz High School, Baylor College, Olympian, WNBA champion. But she's getting no pub. Why is that? Because I'm pretty sure if Sue Bird or one of those other uh, girls were over there, it would be front page news. They'd have a, you know, dignitaries going over there to get her already. Is it because she's black? Is it because she's gay? I mean, what is it? One of our own is over there. We need to go get her. I mean, I need Jesse or Al Sharpton or Roland Martin. Somebody. Somebody need to come to, to the rescue. Bring our girl home. I'm not feeling the uh the lack of publicity. I mean, this Ukraine thing is I mean, it's out of our hands right now. That's Russia, but like I said, these athletes and like I tell everybody, seeing the world is great. But you can't do some of the things over there that you can do over here. I mean, some things you can, you know, or it's not legal in the states. It's legal over there. But in the times we live in right now, you just got to play it safe and get home. So we send a shout out to Brittany's family. Uh, we hope she gets uh, home, uh, home safe. Write your congress, write your congressman, write whoever, so uh, we can get her home because it's ridiculous. I just wanted to shed some light on that. I hope she's safe. Uh, the mug shots they sent over the internet uh, left a little bit to be desired. We need to get her home. That's all I'm saying. Second, Mr. Ridley, wide receiver for the Falcons, who, who cornered the market in stupidity. Come on, man. Guys with all this money don't have nothing to do. Take a class, invest or something. This guy got suspended for the whole year. He was on the verge of free agency, $11 million down the drain for a $1,500 bet. Really? You that bored or that stupid? Let me know. Anyway, moving on. Baseball lockout. Like I said, I left the baseball, the baseball plantation a long time ago. Like I said, it's devoid of color. I'm still a baseball purist. Uh, but, you know, basically, all I got to say to the baseball lockout, which has ended, is who cares? The things you've done to speed up the game, and it's not going to help. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. And I'm not in big support of it. I'm still a Yankees fan. Go Yankees. Sell semi-Orioles fan. Go Orioles. But other than that, I don't watch, watch baseball anymore. I mean, what's the point? You got average athletes, and like I said, until the, the color void is fill up, filled, I won't be watching. Now we're going to head to uh, these Duke lanes. Yeah, I'm a Carolina fan, and we took them to the wet woodshed last weekend, and they took us to the woodshed the first time we played them. But let me tell you about Coach K. Coach K's whole career has been built on a fraud. There was this guy down in North Carolina named Dean Smith 
That's who Mike Krzyzewski built his program after, even though he's a Bobby Knight disciple. And we know we know what Bobby Knight is, but forget him. These Duke names after we won the game. When we got whooped by 20, we shook everybody's hands. We looked everybody in the eye. They lose. These coaches, they're going to snub Hubert Davis. Now, look at it. Since Carolina, Carolina's had the same record as Villanova pretty much most of the year. Villanova's been in the top 25. We have not. Why is that? Is it because Hubert's a black coach? If that was Roy, they would have been in the top 25. Trust me. This crap has to stop. But we're going to get back to these Duke names. Duke, like I said, I'm a, I'm a Carolina fan, so I'm naturally born to hate them. But like I said, Krzyzewski does his thing. His whole program is predicated on copying Dean Smith. But, you know, I could, I could get over that. Like I said, you know, I respect him as a coach. But that's that's about it. All this crying he was doing about the one and dones, how it's ruining college basketball. Then guess what? He's got a whole team full of them. Hypocrite. But, oh, it's just distasteful to the game. And he's got a whole bunch of uh, one and dones. Let me tell you what saved Mike Krzyzewski's career. They let him coach the Olympic team. Because they didn't let him coach the Olympic team. If he hadn't been around guys like Kobe and LeBron, he would have retired 10 years ago. That's the truth. I'm not throwing stones at a glass house. I'm just telling you the truth about these Duke lames. And then, you know, he's getting ready to step down. Tommy Amaker is one his original point guard. He's been a big-time coach, coach at Michigan. He's, he's the coach at Harvard now. The, the alumni want Tommy Amaker as the coach. He wouldn't endorse Tommy Amaker for John Shire. Now, I like John Shire. He was a good player at Duke. He wasn't Tommy Amaker. But he wants to hand the reins over to John Shire. Why is that? I'll let you think about it for a minute. doesn't take long. But I'll let you think about it for a minute. And this is one of... Amica's dream jobs. I always thought Johnny Dawkins would take over before he left to go coach at Stanford and uh, at UCF. But this was ridiculous. What was the reason that you wouldn't endorse Tommy Amaker? And then he came up with some crap about kicking somebody off the bench. People lose jobs every day. Every day. And like I said, he was one of your original dookies. He's been a big-time coach. He's been a coach at Michigan. So, you know, he's been a coach at big. Where's John Shire coached at? The Y? The Boys Club? Summer League? <sighs> like I said, I'm done with these Duke lames. And uh, they're kind of traumatized since the Carolina loss. So, we're going to see if they can pull it together and win this tournament. But if they meet us in the finals, yeah, we're going to give them another L. I'm just saying, we finally got our, we finally got our uh, chemistry together. We might do a little something, but it's gonna be another year or so before the Carolina comes back. But we still own Tobacco Road. Moving on from these Duke lanes. Uh, last but not least, and the quick hits today, the Lakers' descent into the abyss. My my my, how the mighty have fallen, and it's not. Just Russ' fault now. My man dropped 56 Friday night. Didn't play the following game. Then they lost to the Rockets on Wednesday night. The Rockets. I'm in Houston. 
I know they're the worst team in the league. They lost to the Rockets. And LeBron was playing. So, I'm just going to be the one to tell you, Laker fans, with all the hope, the praying, and all that, they are horrible. And like I said, they're missing the playoffs. That's probably the best thing for them. Because I think if they get in the playoffs and they actually have to play teams over 500, they're going to get embarrassed way more than they've been getting embarrassed lately. But they're going to find some way to spin it to make it Russ's fault. It wasn't Russ's fault when you gave up that last shot. All you needed was a layup. And if you missed, you was going to get fouled and have to go to the free throw line. But that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. But I guess that was Russ's fault too. Anyway, moving on from that, we're going to talk a little NFL. The big news this week was Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. I don't know what transpired up there, but... Yeah, we won't be hearing about you guys for another two or three years, depending on who you get out there at quarterback. Because you're going to find out Russ is the engine that could. Russ is the engine that kept y'all relevant. Russ is gone. All right, Pete, let's see how good you really are. But like I said, it's going to be a problem for the West because the, the the Broncos are already up. They just needed they just needed a quarterback. They've got a defense. They've they got an offense. Look for Vaughn Miller to try to resign. I promise you, look for Vaughn try to, to resign. Then we're going to go to Carson Wentz to the Commanders. Another one. Another team in his case. Come on, Carson. This is the third team. How does he get so many chances playing this bad? The Carson Wentz, before his knee got tore up in that game, he's no more. The guy you have now is an interception machine, bad decision-making, and he still overdoes it trying to run the ball when he should just eat it. He hasn't learned much. Think about this. If he left the guy that got him that, that got had him his rookie year, that got him going to the Super Bowl, if he couldn't fix him, how the hell would all the turmoil going on in D.C. is Ron Rivera going to fix him? Okay, Commanders, good luck with that. It just that 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 pick just guaranteed us another division title. Cowboy Nation thanks you. Then again, we had uh, Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. Who knew? I mean, I just want him to get from in front of a microphone because we're tired of hearing the things that comes out of his mouth. Because it's all BS. We knew you were staying there. Where else, where else could you go and get away with the BS that you get away with and people still come uh, to see you play? Don't get me wrong. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. He's also a bad teammate. But anyway, we're gonna put, not going to put any negative vibes in the air. Like I say, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do, but he needs to stop talking about how bad Brett Favre was. But guess what? You're just as bad. Also, they franchised Devontae Adams, so they'll be together for another year. Let's see how that goes. Uh, Cowboy News, Dak and the offensive lineman Martin had to restructure their contracts. Wow, after one year. Never saw that coming. Yeah, you saw that coming. Anytime you give him 75, he made $75 million yesterday. Oh, yeah, it's a whole lot of restructuring going on. 
And we're waiting for the imminent release of Amari Cooper. Gallup, he's not a number one. CeeDee Lamb was a number one, but he's a number one, but I, he hasn't really showed up as a number one yet. Maybe the 88 was just a little bit too much for him. Number one, Wilson, I really like him. I really like him. I'm glad he's staying, but I will not release Coop. So we're going to see how that goes for Cowboy Nation. And then lastly, Khalil Mack to the Chargers to team with Mr. Bosa. Now all they need is a coach. The Chargers, potent offense. If they get those two guys on the line, oh my God. That's all I'm saying. Khalil Mack, not getting double teamed. Yeah, the sack record may be in jeopardy. That's all I'm saying. Getting away from football. Like I say, it's Friday. Stakes is high. I'm going to get you in and out today. The NBA. Last night, the grudge match. Harden-Simmons, the trade, the game. Although Simmons didn't play, Harden, like I said. KD, Harden know what KD is. It's like I said, as far as superstars go, there's maybe five in the league. They throw that tag around a little bit too loosely for me. But KD is one of the preeminent superstars in the league. And James Harden know what that is because he played with him in OKC when he was a young KD. The franchise KD. James Harden is not the franchise. He is not a superstar. And he has no rings. And last night, he got doused by the big brother once again. Kyrie and KD put on a show last night. MB was talking all like, like I said, MB is not mature enough to lead anybody anywhere. And James Harden, yeah. Bruh, Philly gonna give you that one. Because you're, you're still working out your chemistry with your team. They're gonna give you that one. But you better pray somehow the Nets miss you guys in the playoffs. Because KD is coming to pull your heart out and show it to you. Because you don't, he didn't put, he put a lot of stuff on the line to get you there just for you to be a Judas and go to. But I understand he was a number one. I wouldn't want to go back to being a number two or number three either. But don't try to make him something he is not. He is not the guy that's going to put them on their back. Because right now he's still playing second fiddle to Embiid. Embiid, you're on the clock. He's going to be the number one pretty soon. And you're going to be wanting out of town. But tonight, Ben Simmons won the trade. I'm still not all the way in on Ben Simmons because he's going to be good for that team. But, the you know, the I don't care attitude, whatever. Too many sports guys have that. It's just something about him that rubs me the wrong way. I didn't want Philly to tear him apart when he was going through the whole contract thing. And uh, he still hasn't shown me any level of maturity. Uh, maybe just all he could do is play basketball or whatever. But he needs to grow up. He needs to grow up fast. Because if he gets in these playoffs, he really he can really he can actually pull a choke job now. He's got Kyrie and KD. They can they can lift him up. He can he can pull a choke job. But the fact that he came out and sat on the bench, I'm gonna give him credit for that. I would have really gave him credit if he actually played. But until next time, because like I said, I have a funny feeling they're gonna meet up with each other. Now, college basketball. I'm not going to run through college basketball because the tournament's going on. We'll get into that uh, probably on Monday. I'm just run down the NBA as it stands right now because in the standings, things have changed. 
You still got the Heat sitting uh, top number one in the East. Number two, the Bucks have moved up to number two. Giannis is slowly rounding into form. The bench is so slowly taking uh, step by step to get what they need to be, and they're going to be a problem problem. 76ers are in the third spot, and after the shellacking they took last night, uh, they might not stay there. Fourth, you got the Bulls, who are 0-14 against the top three teams in, in both leagues. Inconsistency, and Levar, uh, Lonzo Ball's got to step up. Point blank period. The Celtics have moved up to five. It's Tatum time. Right now, if he's talking to MVPs of the league right now, he's that guy. He's killing everybody. Doesn't matter who, they're getting it. Then you have uh, the Cavs at the sixth spot. The big man Allen's out. And definitely, they say we don't know exactly how long, but that's a big blow. They, he's the anchor that uh, steadies them in the middle. Uh, I don't know how that's going to really affect them, but uh, I don't see them moving up in the standings without him. Number seven, you got Toronto, who's been stuck in seven pretty much the whole year. They are what they are. Until everybody gets healthy, I don't think they're going to really make a run. And the Nets might catch them. <coughs> Excuse me. So, at eight. You got the Nets. It takes two to make a thing go right, not three. That's minus James Harden. Like I said, the the top teams are really like, why do we work so hard to get these top spots when we have to end, end up playing these guys? It's going to be fun to watch. They better hope. One, two, and three better hope they get up to like the sixth spot. They get up to the sixth spot, they might make it to another round. If not, like I said, the Reaper's coming. Okay, let's go to the West real quick so I can get you up out of here. The Suns in the West still at the number one spot. They clinched the playoff spot. Stars born. Cam Johnson dropped 38 last uh, last Friday and the game winner. Carolina from Carolina. So, hey, you know, you know what it is. Number two, the Grizzlies. One word, Ja. Moving on. Number three, Golden State. The chemistry is gone. Clay is not the guy, but he's shooting like he is. The Splash Brothers have gone cold. The bench, I mean, where's Wiggins at now? Clay needs to go back to being the third option, and hopefully Draymond comes back and there and he can get them going in the right direction. Because right now they look horrible. And I just want to know why. How is Kavon Looney still in the league? How is he still in the league? Anyway, at number four, the Jazz. Like I said, the Jazz peaked too soon last year. They're still just sitting in the cut, and they're going to be a problem this year. They're going to be a real problem. Setting at five, the Mavericks. The Mavericks are not getting out of the first round if they have to play the Jazz. I'll bet you on that. Put up what you want. I like Luka. Luka had some humble pie this year, but he doesn't have the team to beat them. They're just going to pound on them. And at six, you got the Nuggets. Joker's putting up incredible numbers. But, ladies and gentlemen, he is not the MVP. Let's stop it. Number seven, the T-Wolves. Young Nucleus. They might put a scare in somebody, but I don't think they're going to do much. Like I said, next year, if Cat hasn't moved on, this will be Anthony Edwards' team. And sitting at the eighth spot, the Clippers. Like I said, no Kawhi. No Paul George, no problem. 